Hello, everybody, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. This is uh, episode 25. We are a quarter of a century old. Yay. That's right. We For, made it. We made it. For the week of June 19th, 2018. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and today I am joined by looking classy as fuck, Will, a.k.a. Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? No, uh, I'm good. Big boy job equals big boy clothes, so I'm all dressed up. In the big boy classy pants. Yeah. It's good stuff. Thanks. Thanks. No problem. I appreciate it. How was your day at work today? It was, it was, it was good. That's, a, that's good. It was uh, a little, uh, a lot for my first day. Yeah. Being fully in the office. But, um, yeah, I'll get used to it and things will get better. I'll get into the groove and we'll be good to go. It's what the big boy pants are for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the big boy classy pants. Sure. That's all it is. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're past E3 at this point. Yep. Which means we actually have energy now. Yeah. <laughs> that last recording was way too late. Um, but, yeah, we actually have a decent amount to talk about. And due to a conversation that happened on Twitter, we have our main topic of the show that we're going to get into later. Yes. Before we get into any of that, Will, what do we always start the show off with? Rostermania! It is Rostermania. We have some teams to talk about here. So coming out of South America, 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 and Mexico, I read them together. South America! America. So South America and Mexico, there's nothing to report at this time. We do have from Australia, New Zealand region, Org Hello, with it, which is Berserk, Colt, Slazy, and Pips. Do you notice one of the names in there? Berserk. What team was he on before? They went to Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, why I'm spacing on Come on. The Shock the World? Nope. No. You, you can no, do it. Come on. Game. Come on, ma, ma. Mind Freak. Yay, mind there Freak. You go. Berserk from Mind Freak. There, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. The face you gave me was like, I'm struggling so fucking hard. I don't understand what's going on. But yeah, it was it was Mind Freak. So we're gonna I'm I'm uh I'm anxious to see what happens to the rest of that squad. We'll have sure. to wait and see. Sure. See if they can uh step up their game from worlds. Yeah. Um, moving on to EU, we have Authority EU, which is Batchford, Fable, Havoc, and Cristola. Fabe More... Speed. Fabe Speed. What? I thought it was Fable. I read that really <laughs> yeah, wrong. you did. <laughs> Fabe Speed. Morga has been kicked out of this squad. Cristola has been... Okay, we don't placed. know if he's been kicked out. Okay, Morga <laughs> was out for this scrim this week. Here you go. Cristola was in. <laughs> Oh my God, we're just jumping to conclusions. These fuckers getting kicked out of every team. He's we don't gone. Know. He's out of it. No. Um, all right. Next, we have no name, no org team. Again, from EU, which was Cerebrus. Cerberus. Cerberus. Work. Druwaka and Lizo M2 squared. This is all taken from their Twitter handles. I have no fucking idea what their gamer tags actually are. Well, yeah. There it is. Um, we did have some North America teams, which uh, first one is Anything's Possible, which is Musa, Rain, Ryan, Noob, and Shooter. And we have Elevate, which is L-Town, Falcated, Rami, and Sa- Sabinator, Sabinator, Sa- I always say it wrong, Sabinator, yep, there you Sabinator, go. aces out of this squad from what we can see. 
I wonder what's going to happen with Ace. I won't jump to any conclusions, but he <laughs> did not participate with this team this week. I'm surprised. And the funny thing is, too, I looked and I'm not seeing Ace being a part of any other team right now. At least on, on Halo Data Hive site. Do you think so, uh, uh, Do you think this was just a Rami sub or do you think he's actually out? I'll have to pay attention to scrims next week. Yeah. To yeah. really, well, throughout this week to determine what could be going on. I have no idea. And does maybe Ace we'll have a Twitter? Yeah, he does. Yeah, of course. He at does. MLG Ace. Yep. Um, there you go. Yeah. Hopefully to, he'll announce something. I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to keep an eye on that. So there you go. That's your roster mania for episode 25. Hey, Will. Yeah. Um, We have a segment. Yep. In this show. Every once in a while, we actually have something to talk about within this segment. Yeah. Uh, Before I even say the name of this segment, I'm just going to ask you a quick question. Mm-hmm. Do we have stuff to talk about in this segment this week? Yeah, we actually do. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Will's Adventures Within the Halo-verse. I'm not going to draw this one out longer because we actually have things to talk about. Will, yes. what did you do? I completed Halo 2. Holy fucking shit. I know. I said I was going to do it after E3 when I got more free time and I did it. So. You did. Speaking of which, how was, your, how was the rest of your vacation? It was we good. Didn't even, I didn't even talk to you about that. Yeah, I didn't really do much. I played video games and sat around and streamed a bunch, which was really fun. That's doing a lot, okay? Yeah, Don't sell yourself short. You did a lot. You should be proud. You should be fucking proud you beat Halo 2. What'd you think? It was was all right. I'm going to say it was all right. Oh, shit. Everybody get your pitchforks ready. Oh, shit. He thought it was just okay. And it might be because it's a little bit of a dated game. Sure. Yep. Maybe it just it's not what I'm used to. The ending was abrupt. Yep. Which we we talked about this, but it sounds like due to time constraints, they just cut it in yep. half. Exactly. The game and was meant to be double the size. Yeah. Pretty so we, much. I got like three or four cutscenes at the end, which was just like bam, 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 and the, the game's over. Yeah. What? But those cutscenes were great. They were great. Yeah. <clears throat> they the were blur, great. The blur cutscenes were great. The remastered ones. Yes. Blur is the studio that made those. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I felt like it needed more. Yeah. Which apparently is the consensus. So, um, yeah, but I played through the missions. I have mission names this time, guys. I finished <laughs> it up with Quarantine Zone, Grave Mind, Uprising, High Charity, and then The Great Journey. Yes. So, those were the ones I played through. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, I thought there were some cool set piece moments in that video game. Like, um, when you see the scarab for the first time, right? Yeah. And you have to jump on top of it and then take out the, the drivers to destroy the scarab, which yeah. is kind of lame. But th- that was a cool set piece moment, right? Sure. Then you had, at the end of the game, the scarab blowing the doors open. Yeah. With Johnson on it yep. and whatnot. That was a fucking cool set piece moment. There there were just cool, big, bombastic moments that happened within that game. Sure. Those are the only memorable things, though. For me. I don't know about you. Yeah, and seeing the... I forget the name of the, the squid-looking thing. Gravemind. Gravemind. That, okay. That wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Squid-looking thing. No, it was where you, where Chief falls into the lake and yes, grabs the Gravemind. Grave yep. I have it written down and I always... I forgot. Um, it's okay. But yeah, the, seeing the Gravemind was pretty like, oh shit, this thing is like... Yeah. This is some serious shit happening right now. And again, the remastered cutscene was the best part about that. Yeah. Because he looks just fucking grotesque as all hell. And it it really, I mean, back in the day when that game released, right? Mm-hmm. 
it was like, holy shit, this looks incredible, blah, blah, blah. And this really feels immersive. But when those cutscenes got redone for this remaster, that really gets you immersed into it. Like, oh, my God, like this is ooh, mm-hmm. spoopy. Yeah. Yeah. And I did. Um, You mentioned before I used the arbiter invis feature yeah a lot more towards the end and that made that was a lot of fun yeah i really enjoyed that it was really cool so to like sneak around yeah and do all that yep it is a nice dynamic from the flashlight that chief gets to the active camo that arbiter gets i wish the camo was a little bit longer yeah but they they explained to him the reason it was shorter was because of the armor because he became the arbiter there you go so see i learned something new every day so yeah, the armor was in fact an old set of armor. So got it. Uh, so surprised you didn't remember that. Oh, dude, there. Are you kidding me? With the <laughs> amount of shit. I mean, I I, I expect uh, Halo Cannon. Shout out to that YouTube channel. I think they just broke over a hundred thousand subs on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. Damn. Great YouTube channel. A lot of it's, it's all lore focused. So if you're interested in that, I should brush up. So that'd be my go-to right there. Yeah, I did not know that. I honest to God did not know that. But that's really it's it's really good uh gameplay mechanic. Yeah. To tie that in. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Good on them. So are you excited to start Halo 3? Yeah. Good. It's gonna be uh it's, you, it's your favorite, so I, it, I have it is. I kinda have high expectations here. Okay. Let me put expectations in check. Okay. All right. It is my favorite due to the time period in which it came out. It was the first ever midnight release I went to. It was like Game Fuel came out for the first time, which is a Mountain Dew product, and it's phenomenal. I don't even I don't drink that much pop, like that much Mountain Dew anymore. But when that comes out, like that's like an event that goes on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was every single day going over to a, a buddy's house after school because I didn't have Xbox Live at the time, so it was always going over to the buddy's place, playing it for hours on end, weekends on end, nonstop. It it was just the time. In which it came out. Sure. Going back to play it now, it feels very slow. Do I still love it? Of course. I thought that the MCC Test Flight 2, which was mainly Halo 3 based, mm-hmm. was incredible. I thought it felt great, right? Um, besides a feature that doesn't exist in Halo 3 that we're going to talk about soon. But um, the campaign is very short. Because realistically speaking, and you guys can call me out on this as well, but realistically speaking, most of Halo 3, if not all of Halo 3's campaign was supposed to be Halo 2 as well. That was supposed to be the whole thing. Okay. okay? So Halo 3 is a short game. Um, But again, it has some pretty big set piece moments, which I enjoy a lot. It also has my least favorite Halo uh, level out of any of the games um, besides the library in Halo 1. So I'll wait for you to play that. But like I said, it's such a short game. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Um, but when you play through it for the first time, I'm excited to hear what you think. And I'm not going to say the name of the level because either A, you already know what I'm talking about, or B, you'll know when you get to it. Okay. You'll be like, this fucking sucks because it fucking sucks. But it also has my favorite um, level in a Halo game. And... Again, I'm not going to say the name of it because either A, you know what it is, or B, when you get to it, you may have the same feeling I did. Okay. Um, But I, the hint that I'll give is I loved the amount of variety that that mission had. Okay. It it starts you off in one place and brings you to a completely different place to end it out. And it's 
amazing. So out of all the Halo games, it has my probably my least favorite and my most favorite level out of anyone. So Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for you to play. I really am. All right. Sounds good. Any other thoughts on Halo 2 before we move on? Um, I'm just sad it was cut short because I wanted, I did, it just felt really abrupt, like I said. Yeah. And I just, it it kind of like, oh, that's it? Like, that's, what? What do you think happens to Cortana? Because she was left. Yep, she was left behind. Did you watch the end credit scene? Credit scene? Was there a scene after the? Yeah. No, I did not see it. Look it up on YouTube when you're done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So something's gonna. So that makes me think something's now gonna. Yeah. It's something. Yeah. Something happens. Ah. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm obviously not gonna spoil it for you. Okay. I'll wait for you to play through it. But yeah, yeah. Something happens. Alrighty. I mean, based off what's happened so far, you should be able to know already. But just look up the scenes when we're done. You'll you'll find out. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. Anything else? Nah, that's it. All right. Will, what do we got next? It's the news. Damn straight, it's the news. First and foremost, we're gonna we're gonna rapid fire these off. First and foremost, the ha- the new Halo Funko Pop line is out, ready to rock. Will and I have most, if not all, of them, right? Yeah, I just don't have the chase. You have the chase. I don't. Yes, and then the only one I'm currently missing is the Gold Arbiter that releases exclusively at Best Buy either later this month or early next month. Yes. So I'm really hoping to get my hands on that. But we did get we did get the E3 ones. Yeah. Because GameStop was. I was them. very surprised. Yes. I was very happy. Yep. I thought it was going to be an eBay only thing. Yep. We paid an exorbitant amount of money to get yeah. one. But yeah. So Funko Pops out right now. New Halo line. It's been a very 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 long time. Since Halo 4, since the last Halo Funko Pop line came out, um, we were at the Mall of America, um, because we're in Minnesota, so we're close. But we were at the Mall of America, and was it the Hot Topic in there that had a shit ton of them left over? Correct. Yeah, so if you guys are interested, you're in the fucking Minnesota area, you haven't been to the Mall of America yet, Hot Topic in the Mall of America is a shit ton of them left over. You know, I've never looked, but does Hot Topic have many locations? Yeah. I've never looked. I always they just do. knew there was one at MOA. Yeah, they have one in the Maplewood Mall too. I mean, they're they're around. I don't know. Okay. If, I don't know if they're continental United States around, but they're around. Okay. So check your local hot topics. Check your game stores. Order them online. Amazon probably has them in stock for regular pricing. Yep. Amazon um has the if I remember right, Sergeant Johnson, Master Chief with Cortana. Buck, ODST, and Arbiter. There you go. Good stuff. I said we're going to rapid fire these off and, and now we just talk about Funko Pops for a hot minute. But no, it's good. It's a very exciting time because it's been a very long time since these have come out. Yes. And if you try to find the old set, they they are very expensive. Like, very expensive. I think the Master Chief goes for like 300 bucks right now. That's a limited one. The limited, though. yeah. Yeah. Like, the only one I have from the previous set is the base Master Chief from 4. And I think that one goes for around 75 to 100 right now. Mm-hmm. But still, it's like, they're, they're really fucking hard to come by. Yep. So, if you are a Funko Pop fan, if you are a Halo fan and you want to get your hands on these, go out there, find them, get them, collect them. They're great. I thought they were weird at first, but ever since the Halo 4 ones came out, I wanted this new set ever since it was announced. It's good shit. And I'm looking at Will's wall of Funko Pops right now. And he's got some pretty fucking cool ones up there, too. 
including that Stitch one I got you. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, that no problem. That one's awesome. It is fucking cool, isn't it? That Spider-Man one's really cool, too. All it's right, a, moving on. Next okay. <laughs> next news story. Um, I'll just read this tweet. The foundations have been laid for the next incredible Halo adventure to be built on. Want to be part of the creation? Uh, want to be part of creating the next evolution in the franchise? Check out our current open opportunities here. That's right. 343 Industries is currently hiring. They have a new website. It's uh, 343industries.com. So go ahead and check that out. And if you are in, I believe, the Seattle area, because I believe their studio is based in Seattle, um, you should fucking apply. If you're good. Don't be a troll. Like, if you don't, if, if you aren't qualified for the job, then, like, don't waste their time, okay? But they're looking for people, and you could be part of the Halo Infinite team. And therefore, if you're bitching about the multiplayer state of Halo 5 right now, you could be the one bitching about the multiplayer state in Halo Infinite. I'll just leave that there. That wasn't meant to be rude. It was meant to be kind of funny, but I sound like an asshole. So move on to the next news story. Well, that's nice all I do. Thanks, man. Um, nope, I don't want to restart my computer because I have an update. So, again, I'll just read this tweet. Use the Whiplash and Spanker Prime to pick your opponents out of the air in this wild low-grav mode. Better watch your six, though, because they'll be looking to do the same to you. Rockin' Rail is back within Halo 5. If you don't know what Rockin' Rail is, it's rocket launchers and railguns. And apparently low-gravity, which is fucking neat. That could be, uh... Very fun. It could probably be very Very, frustrating as well. (laughs) Very much so. That's really cool, though. Just spam rockets the whole time. (laughs) Just... At you, you and everybody else can. Yep. So don't even worry about it. Um, next up, there's gonna be there's some Halo Infinite artwork. So like desktop wallpapers, uh, gifs slash gifs. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, Facebook, Twitter banners, and all that. There's a link to it. You can go and check them out. It's pretty sweet. I have it on the background of all my shit right now. It's good stuff. It's high quality. They made it. So what do you expect? Then next up. We already said that the uh, hashtag Halo challenge is officially over. Well, we have a winner. The winner is at Sparky237, and uh, he wins an Xbox One X. So nice. congratulations to him. We'll include a link to it. You can check out the video as well. He probably did a good job. I didn't really listen, but we're going to say he did a good job. He won, right? He had to have. Yeah, and Marty O'Donnell was one of the judges, who was the original composer of the Halo soundtracks. So good on him. Next up, okay, let's just throw this out here. For every person out there that's bitching that they aren't part of the MCC Insider Flight Program and you want your voice to be heard on what playlists you want to see in the Master Chief Collection upon patch release, we have a link to a survey that you can fill out. I don't know how long the survey is going to be up, but if you want to have a say in the playlists that are going to be included in this patch, fill out the fucking survey. Will? Yeah. Have you filled out your survey yet? Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, that does it for episode 25. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go kick Will's ass for not filling out this fucking survey. I'll do it right after the show. Perfect. After you look up the, um, after credit scenes in Halo 2. Okay. Perfect. I I think the Halo 2 scenes can wait though. Yes, this, MCC. Yeah, this survey is pretty important. No, but seriously, like if you want to have a say in it, like all all joking aside or whatnot, this is huge. The, right. 
if you want to play more MCC, I want to play more MCC, especially with playlists that we want, right? You see, the, the thing for me is, is I've only played a total of four online matches on MCC. Okay. The rest have been Halo 5. I really don't know what I should be saying about it. I feel like I don't have the knowledge to pick and choose. Like I told you, you have an option in the survey on which games you want to choose playlists for. Sure. That's the whole thing. Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. You played Halo 4, didn't you? Like two or three matches. Perfect. I want you to vote on more playlists in Halo 4. All right. So if you guys don't know, the last update that came out... um, from postums 343 postums on twitter uh the the playlists that were chosen there was one for halo 4 and it was big team battle like for in a casual standpoint i love halo 4's multiplayer i get a lot of shit for it i don't care but i would at least think there'd be one more playlist chosen for halo 4 not just one so hopefully with this influx of new people taking the survey Maybe more people like Halo 4 than I think. We'll see. I'm going to play more MCC no matter what. I just really wish there was just a 4v4 Slayer playlist in MC in uh, Halo 4 that they're thinking. What if it's opposite of what we think and they just what? take away Halo 4? Fuck me, dude. That'd suck. That would suck. Like, like I said, Halo 4 in a competitive standpoint doesn't work. Yep. It just simply doesn't. Because of the loadouts and whatnot. Right. Inconsistencies, yes. right? Halo 4, in a casual standpoint, I have a shit ton of fun in that game. Yeah, it's it's good for just kicking back and kind of messing around, getting a group together. Yeah, it's great. The fact that I get to make my loadout the way that I want it to be, to pertain to my play style, I love it. I want more of that. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a casual standpoint, not right. competitive, right? So that's just me. If they do take it out, they'd be fucking weird. I think they at least have one. Yeah, I think, I think they would have to. And in my opinion, I would them rather take out BTB for Halo 4. The BTB, map, B, BTB maps were pretty good in Halo 4, but I'd rather them take that playlist out and just give me 4v4 Slayer. Yeah. I think there's more variety in the Slayer maps that you have. But we'll see. We'll just have to wait and see. So in all seriousness, please take that survey. If you have not already, we'll include a link in the show notes. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Next up, this is a two-parter. This is a two-parter news story. You ready, Will? Hit me with it. The HCS playlist in Halo 5 has been updated with the final map and mode settings for the 2018 season. So yeah. that, But the two-part here, the second part, Tashi tweeted out saying, Thanks to everyone who reported these uh, those map bugs on Fisher and Refuge. Thanks to at Randy underscore 355, they've been fixed and are live in matchmaking, official HCS file share, and custom game listing. See the thread for specifics. So apparently there were some bugs on the maps. Ooh. Here's what was fixed on Refuge. Fix issue where flag can get lodged in bottom mid doorway. That'd be fucking annoying. (laughs) Fixed an issue where flag will auto reset when juggling out of BR plat. That would fucking suck. Oh. Remember Spartan's controller disconnect? Yeah. Think if you were just on the cusp of capping this flag and it was ot and you go over that area and it just boop reset i would i'd throw my controller across the fucking room <laughs> i'd leave that'd be terrifying um fix an issue where players could stand outside of the play space that's a good fucking thing they fixed that yeah 
and adjusted torches so player don't players don't accidentally take damage. Apparently the fire was too uh, it was too lit, fam. <laughs> I hate myself for saying that. Uh, they like actually hurt me to oh, say fine. that. Oh, that was terrible. Um, I did play the new updated playlist. Yes. I got plat three. Very nice. Being a gold player for most of my life, it feels pretty good. I'm working on it. I got to play that too. I really enjoyed the HCS playlist. I like, because I mostly watch HCS and competitive Halo. Yeah. I feel like I know more mm-hmm. and know how to, what to do um, rather than playing just like the normal Slayer. There's different, you know, the, the radars there right. for walking. There's kind of just a different vibe about it. Yeah. It, it brings it near um, MLG settings before. So pure MLG settings are, we have the increased movement speed, um, so there wouldn't be sprint or anything, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Radar is gone, like completely. So, and there are a few other things as well, but the main thing that people complained about from the get-go was radar, right? And it wasn't until last year, I think, that they finally made it so walking doesn't appear. Yeah. But if you shoot and you use your abilities, then it does. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people still want it, so radar's completely gone, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens. I, I mean, I think we're too far, I think we're too far gone with yeah. five that any other changes are going to take place. Well, Halo Infinite is on the horizon. Or that MCC patch. That too. That's what everybody's hoping for. Um, and then last but not least for Fisher, there was an issue fixed where the oddball can get stuck in a hole on both sides of the map. Oh. That's neat. Interesting. It, so does it just stay there? Or does it event? It eventually resets. It has someone to eventually reset. Yep. Right. I would hope so. Or maybe it's in a weird infinite state of limbo. Because it's not. Because it, if it's sitting in a hole, it might not be considered touching the ground. Right. Maybe it thinks it's still constantly moving, mm-hmm. which means that it wouldn't reset. I haven't experienced this, so I don't know. Yeah. Same here. If but you if have, it does tweet sit at us. there, yeah. Right. But if it does sit there, then yes, it should reset after a certain amount of time. Um, I found a, a popular spot for teams to go is the Pelican. Is they Camel sit, spawns there, right? Yep. They sit behind it with the ball because yeah. there's a little back there. Yep. And then you can throw it off the map if you oh, need great. to. You can throw it off the map. <laughs> yep. Or if you just get enough people there without getting naded out yeah. and whatnot. Um, it's kind of hard to position nades around there, too. Yes, because the Pelican's so big. And um, there's so many corners to, like, bounce things off. Mm-hmm. You don't know where it's going to go. So, so I'll, yeah, I found a team's had success sitting back there. Well, there you go. It gets annoying. You heard but, it here first, folks. Yeah. Will is not only annoyed by it, but he also found where teams go. There you go. That's what I've... It seems to be the, the meta, you can say, the mm-hmm. norm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Time to see if the pros do it in a tournament format. Yeah. Um, last, but certainly not least, like I said, I thought we were going to do rapid fire on this, but this good. We got a little bit more discussion on it. Yeah. Um, the last news story of the week. Have you ever wanted to see your best Halo plays on an HCS broadcast? If Uh, so, we've just opened up clip submissions for at MLG's New Orleans on Waypoint. Head over to the link that's provided in the tweet. You can submit your clip submissions to hopefully be featured in the New Orleans stream. Hopefully we don't get the same ones over fucking over again. Oh, it'll be the same. <laughs> it'll be the same. They should really put more variety in there. They really should. I Because you see what? The same four or fives? That's what it fucking feels like. Clips? Yeah, it feels like that. Oh my God. But more yeah. clips. More clips would be good. More clips would be great. But that and, does it for the news for this week. Okay. 
Will. Yeah. We, uh, I think we had some scrims. Yes, we did. You want to start us off? On Monday, June 11th, we had one scrim, and it was Authority EU versus Online Warriors. Let's get into it. First game was the rig, Slayer. The score was 22 to 50 in favor of Authority. Second game was Strongholds on Empire. That was very close, 188 going to Online Warriors. Next, we had Slayer on Truth. It was a 37 to 50 in favor of Authority. We had Capture the Flag on Coliseum. It was 2 to 3 in favor of Authority. Next, we had Strongholds on Eden. It was 176 in favor of Online Warriors. We then had Slayer on Kali. It was 43 to 50 in favor of Authority. Capture the Flag on Refuge was next. That was a 2 3 in favor of Authority. Uh, we then had Strongholds on the Rig. It was 100 to 95 going to Online Warriors. Slayer then on Plaza, 50 to 46 to Online Warriors. And uh, Capture the Flag on Truth, 3 to 2 Online Warriors. So what I'm seeing here is just a lot of close scores. Yeah. They finished up 5-5. Yep, and it tied 5-5, so... That was... That's very close, actually. That would be uh, be an interesting one to watch. Indeed. be interesting to see if they... How they match up in tournament format, too. To see if that carries over to LAN. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and find out. Next up on Tuesday, June 12th. Quick one for you. This was Mocket Esports going against Online Warriors... Game number one, Capture the Flag on Truth, 3-2 Online Warriors. Slayer on Plaza was next, 50-46 Mocket. Next up, Strongholds on the Rig, 100-65 Online Warriors. Then it was Oddball on Fisher, 174-143 Online Warriors. CTF on Coliseum, 3-1 Online Warriors. Strongholds on Eden, 100-0. Ouch. Online Warriors. Slay, uh, next was Slayer on Refuge, 50-47 Mocket. Strongholds on Empire, 100-53 Online Warriors. Slayer on Truth, 50-42 Online Warriors. Refuge, Capture the Flag, 3-2 Online Warriors. Slayer on the Rig, 50-36 Online Warriors. And then Strongholds on Plaza, 100-39 Online Warriors. That was a 2-10 Going to online warriors, and wow. not only that, but the games that Mocket won were very close. Mm-hmm. Games that online warriors won, not even close. <laughs> All right, next on Tuesday we had Express Yourself versus Authority EU. Let's see here. First game was Oddball on Eden, which was 193 to 182, going to Express Yourself. We then had Strongholds on Empire. It was 100 to 71, going to Express Yourself. Slayer on Coliseum was the next game which was 50-35 to 35 going to Express Yourself. Capture the Flag on Truth was a 3-0 in favor of Express Yourself. We then had Oddball on Refuge. Score was 184-158 to 158 going to Authority. We then had Strongholds on the Rig. It was 127 going to Authority. Slayer Plaza was a 50-39 to 39 going to Authority. And then Capture the Flag on Refuge was a 3-2 to two going to Authority, making it a 4-4 tie. Everything that I've seen so far, and I think we talked about this a week or two ago, every oddball game seems to come down to time and yeah. not the actual score itself being 200. Mm-hmm. I've seen very, very minimal games where the score comes to 200 whatever. Yeah. You know? So. Do you think that needs to be adjusted? 
I don't know. I think I have to see more, like actually watch more of it taking place. Yeah. Because maybe not. Maybe teams are just doing that well on keeping things locked down. Sure. See, the um one of the best matches I had of Oddball, it was, we got killed in the beginning. It was like 130 to 50. Sure. And we, you know, and we just battled back and that game ended 200 to like 180 something so it is possible to come back right um but seeing the pros you know you don't you never know how the pro games are going right and we don't know the plays that they're going to be making on these new maps and whatnot we just Mm -hmm. haven't seen it so yep and maybe things will change once they get more practice more scrims in very true so next up we had tox going up against orgless and the results might surprise you First and foremost, we had Capture the Flag on Coliseum 3-2 going to Tox. Close game. Then we had Slayer on the rig, 50-49. Orgless. Strongholds on Plaza for the next one, 100-61 going to Tox. Capture the Flag on Truth, 3-2, Tox. Slayer on Coliseum, 50-49, Tox. Very close games. Then Strongholds on Empire 100-37, Orgless, not close. <laughs> Slayer on Truth, 50-42, Tox. Strongholds on Eden, 100-87, Orgless. Slayer on Plaza, 50-49, going to Tox. That's three 50-49 games. Yeah. Then we had Capture the Flag on, I have no idea, 3-1, going to Tox. Like, there's literally no maps listed, so I don't know yep. what maps these are on. Um, then we had Strongholds on the rig, 100-0 going to Orgless. 100-0 against Tox in a Strongholds game. Oh, that makes me think something just wasn't right there. That was weird. That's a weird score coming out of Tox. Well, if you look at the... One, two, three, four, four. What? Tox had already won seven out of the first ten. Sure. I don't know. It gets weird after this. Let's get into it. Oddball on Eden, 160 to 153. Very close oddball game going to Orgless. Mm-hmm. Slayer on something, 50 to 46, Orgless. Another very close game. Yes. Oddball on something, 191 to 132, Orgless. And Oddball on something, 170 to 89, Orgless. So the series score was eight to seven, Orgless edging him out. Yeah. Um, well, Orgless won the last five games. They did. And pretty handily. Seeing too. the last two as Oddball, and we, from previous scrims, Oddball has not been Tox's strong suit. I feel like they just wanted more practice in it. Very um, well. If they wanted more practice, they're getting it, but they're not improving on it. From Which, what it seems. From what like, it yeah. seems, yes. Yep. And it's hard to say with scrims because you never know what plays are being made, what's right. being withheld. Um, and we've yet to man. see Splice scrim, so. Yes, uh, they probably won't no, probably considering not. what happened last year. Yep. Um, <laughs> but man, Orgulus coming out with five straight wins to take the series. They're going to be... Yep, they're going to be something scary, it seems <laughs> like. I've been seeing tweets floating around, man. Do you think we've seen a lot of close games between Tox and these other teams? Do you think these other teams are improving and closing the gap or is Tox declining? 
I think these teams are closing the gap. I don't think talks will ever be quote unquote declining. Yeah. I just don't think it's possible. For for reference, Orglis consists of APG, McWin, Penguin, and Neptune. Yeah. Okay. I really like that squad together. Like I said, I've seen tweets floating around that people are going to sleep on APG. Mm-hmm. People shouldn't be sleeping on APG. Okay. If they can put up those numbers in a scrim against Tox, who the fuck knows what's going to happen on LAN? Yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see. That's that's a squad you should be watching out for, though. What's the next scrim? All Will? right. Again, we're still on Tuesday. We're really talking about things today. We are. Um, anything's possible versus Heart of the Cards. So uh, we have no map listed, but first game was Capture the Flag, which was a 3-2 to two in favor of Heart of the Cards. Next we had... Slayer on Coliseum, which was a 50 to 37, going to anything's possible. Next, we had Oddball on Eden, which was 159 to 157, Holy going to heart shit. of the cards. That's literally holding the ball barely. Oh, yeah, that's man. Close. That's a okay. Close game. Strongholds on Empire was 100 to 83, going to heart of the cards. We then had a Slayer on an unknown map, going to 50 to 35, in favor of heart of the cards. Capture the Flag on Truth was a 3-2 to two game going to Heart of the Cards. We then had another oddball match played. No map listed. 200-111 to 111 going to Heart of the Cards. I think that's the first full score we've seen. We then have Slayer on the Rig, which was a 50-49 to 49 game going to Heart of the Cards. Another close one. We then had Strongholds on Eden, which was a 100-55 going to Anything's Possible. Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 15, going to Heart of the Cards. Capture the Flag on Coliseum was a 3 0 to Heart of the Cards. Um, Oddball, no map listed, 200 to 87, going to Anything's Possible. We then had Slayer on Truth, which was a 50 to 43, going to Heart of the Cards. And Strongholds on the Rig was the last map game type, which was 100 to 97, going to Anything's Possible. Anything possible for. Heart of the Cards 10. I think it's because Anything's Possible is a new team. Sure. Um, they just need to iron some kinks out. And we should be seeing some good stuff out of them. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Anything's Possible consists of two of the previous members of Oxygen Supremacy in Rain and Ryanub, I think. So we already know the teamwork's there. Um, it's time to just see if Shooter and Musa can gel in there as well. And yeah, we'll just, I hope they can work out their stuff because they're not a bad team by any means necessary. Next up, the first match of Wednesday, June 13th, we had the online warriors going up against placeholder and you know what? I'm going to save them the trouble. The series score was 12 to nothing. Mm hmm. Going to placeholder. And to be completely honest with you, placeholder shit on Online Warriors every single one of the games. There was one close Slayer game on Truth, which was 50 to 45. It seemed like they almost skunked them on every other game. They did. So like they didn't even reach the halfway <laughs> in any points nope. besides that one game. So here's hoping the Online Warriors, maybe they were just having an off day. Maybe. You never know. Um, in which case, hopefully they can bounce back from that. We already know Placeholder is a pretty great team as well. Uh, so no ill will towards Online Warriors. No. I hope they can bounce back. I want more competition. So we'll just have to wait and see on that. 
But so um, one, a couple of the stats here. I'm just going to throw out since we're not going through the whole thing. Go for it. Um, placeholder outslayed online warriors by 193 and had an extra 139 assists during this. Damn. Um, yeah. <laughs> they also um, placeholders had 51 power kill power weapon kills compared to 13 for online warriors. So, so you can just complete map control the entire complete time. Complete map then. control, yep. Yep. Assists coming through. Which means teamwork was taking teamwork, place. Yep. Call outs were on point. Yep. It sounds like they just had it on There was lock. no breaking setups mm-hmm. is what it seemed like was going on. All right. Also on Wednesday, June 13th, we had Maka Esports face off against Express Yourself. This is another one. Yeah, I was going to say, this looks to be the same <laughs> situation. The, yep, same situation. Express Yourself took this 13 to 1. Yep. Um, again, most of the scores were Express Yourself dominating. The one game they did take, Mocket, was Strongholds on the Rig, which was 156. But looking at all the other scores... um. Express yourself had control of those game types. Maybe it's showing them a weak point on the rig, but maybe it was an off game. Who knows? Couple stats to talk about real quick as well. Uh, power up and kills were a little bit closer. Fifty-one for Express Yourself, thirty-seven for Mocket. Something kind of funny. Magnum kills for both teams. Four sixty-four for Express Yourself. Four sixty-three for Mocket. So close. Really close in pistol kills. Yeah. Not anything else, though, it seems like. Yeah. Because the kill differential was 68. So, there's that. This seems closer than the other match. And that's funny, because it does. It seems a lot closer. But the scores really don't reflect it. At all. I mean, there was a couple... I mean, I guess you could look at the the strongholds on Empire was a ninety two to one hundred. Sure. The um, Slayer on Refuge is fifty to forty three. So yeah, they did close. have a couple closer games, but yeah. not. They still kind of got dominated here. They did, huh? Maybe they just. Maybe the reason because of this is because they weren't able to break their setups. Yeah. Maybe they just had map control for more of the time than Mocket did. That's what it basically seems like. Sure. So. There's right. that. Next up, we had the Heart of the Cards going up against Elevate. I'll read through these ones real quick. Uh, Strongholds on the rig, 100 to 65, going to Elevate. Slayer on call, CM 50 to 26, Heart of the Cards. Oddball on a map, 200 to 72, going to Elevate. Capture the flag on a map, 3 to 2, Heart of the Cards. Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 37, Heart of the Cards. Strongholds on Eden, 100 to 47, Elevate. Slayer on Truth, 50 to 39, Elevate. Oddball on a map, 200 to 153, Elevate. Slayer on a map, 50 to 41, Elevate. CTF on Truth, 3 to nothing, Elevate. Slayer on the Rig, 50 to 41, Elevate. Strongholds on Empire, 100 to 36, Elevate. Uh, CTF on Coliseum, 3 to 2, Heart of the Cards. Strongholds on Plaza, 132 Elevate, and Oddball on Eden, 200 to 105 Elevate. A lot more 200 games here. Yep. Ever since I said, well, I'm not seeing that many games that I did 200s, I'm seeing them all over the place now. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Um, but it's it seems like those 
teams towards the top of their what would you kind of top the upper of the, echelon the upper, teams? Upper echelon, uh, the, the, the teams. Yeah, like they're, what they're just able is, to close out the games. Yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah, it's okay. Uh, the series score was eleven to four. Elevate, by the way. <laughs> um, so maybe, like, I, I don't know if this is actually happening or not, but maybe it's maybe now that Ace is out. I don't fucking know. Elevate did really well that series. Yeah, they did a lot better than I thought. And another thing that's been going around is people are sleeping on L Town when everybody's saying you shouldn't be sleeping on L Town. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But Elevate looking pretty strong in that scrim. What do you got, Will? All right, on Thursday, Tox woke up. (laughs) (laughs) When Tox loses, they come right back. So they faced off against Team Reciprocity. This is here we go. This is me being heartbroken right now. CTF Truth, 3-0 Tox. Slayer Kali, 50-30 Tox. Strongholds the Rig, 100-45 Tox. Catch the Flag Coliseum, 3-1 Tox. Slayer on Truth, 50-36 Tox. Oddball on a map, 171-148 Tox. Stronghold on Eden, 196 Team Reciprocity. Slayer the Rig, 50-44 Tox. Strongholds on Empire, 103 Tox. Capture the flag on some sort of map. One to three going to reciprocity. Oddball on Eden. 180 to 172 reciprocity. Close game. Slayer on another map. 50 to 46 tox. Strongholds on plaza. 100 to seven reciprocity. Slayer on plaza. 50 to 42 tox. And then oddball 161 to 101 tox. Tox takes the series 11 to four dominating fashion dominating fashion um some stats tox had 93 more kills 81 more assists um power weapon kills they had 10 more with 57 than reciprocity did um about 100 more magnum kills and 100 more precision kills yeah shots on point Woo boy reciprocity to be waking up that was that was not a good showing because they, they already went up against each other in a previous scrim and it was really close. Yep, it all was all really close. And now it's no. The, the difference I'm seeing on this one is that Tox took some oddball games. Reciprocity won all of the oddball games in their last scrim. They did. So. They did indeed. Next up, we had Henny Things Possible going going up against Lux Gate. What the fuck <laughs> I don't was know. that? Henny Things Possible, man. <laughs> Did you just put a peace signs? Like, is that some Bob Marley shit? What the sure, fuck was I that? I don't know. All right. Jesus. Anything's possible going up against Lux Gaming. Oddball on Eden, 181 to 176 going to Anything's Possible. Strongholds on Empire, 100 to 43. Anything's Possible. Uh, capture the Flag on Refuge, 3 to 2. Anything's Possible. Oddball on a map, 200 to 142. Anything's Possible. Slayer on the Rig, 50 to 36. Anything's possible. Oddball on Fisher, 200 to 119, Lux Gaming. Strongholds on the Rig, 100 to 56, Lux Gaming. Capture the Flag on Coliseum, 3 to 2, Anything's Possible. Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 39, Lux Gaming. Strongholds on Eden, 100 to 88, Anything's Possible. Slayer on Coliseum, 50 to 40, Lux Gaming. And then we capture the Flag on Truth, 3 to 2, Lux Gaming. 7-5 to five 
going to anything's possible. Pretty close. Yeah. Close. Did you look at the stats? This is interesting. Laying on me. Will I am? All right. So anything's possible won the series seven to five. Yes. However, they were negative 94 kills to Lux Gaming, negative 34 assists to Lux Gaming, um, negative nine power kills, negative, what, 70 something precision kills, and negative four, well, no, negative 80 Magnum kills. So they got outslayed, but they won the series seven to five. I don't understand. You know what? I don't either. Because, well, eh, um, oh, wait, I mean, no, no, I was going to say, because Lux Gaming won the Slayers besides one. Yeah. Yeah. Lux Gaming won the Slayers, which made me believe that it was anything's possible that was just able to maintain control of objective. That's all it was. Yeah. They had, they kept, yeah, they were just able to control the objective. That's all it was. They, they, how we say, got the kills that mattered. Sure. In order to secure them the caps that they needed, so on and so forth. That's Make, what that looks like. Makes sense. Yep. Go ahead, Will. All right, next we had Fung 4 versus off face, versus off, face off against Elevate. First game, Capture the Flag on Truth was 3-2, to two, going to Fung 4. We then had Slayer on Plaza, which was a 50-44, to 44, going to Elevate. Strongholds on the Rig, 176, going to Elevate. Slayer on Truth. 50 to 36, Fung 4. Strongholds on Eden, 100 to 70, Fung 4. Slayer on the rig, 50 to 44, Elevate. Capture the Flag Coliseum, 3 to 1, Elevate. Fisher, Oddball, 200 to 144, Elevate. Slayer on Refuge, 50 to 21, going to Elevate. Strongholds on Plaza, 185, going to the Fung 4. And then we had Strongholds on Empire, 127, going to Elevate. With a series score of 7 to 4, Elevate. Power kills, precision kills, and magnum kills are all pretty close to one another here. Yeah. So, Elevate just took it home. That's really all I have to say about that one. All right. Next up, we had a big one. We had a close one. Team Reciprocity, hopefully being able to bounce back in this scenario, going up against the heart of the cards. First up, Strongholds on Plaza, 196... Oh, we're already starting off close. Okay, going up to Team Ro- Team Reciprocity. Then we had Slayer on Truth, fifty to forty-nine. Team Reciprocity. Another close game. Capture the flag on Coliseum, three to two. Another close game. Going to Heart of the Cards. Oddball on Fisher, a hundred to seventy-nine. A hundred seventy-nine to one seventy-four. Team Reciprocity. Slayer on the rig, fifty to forty-three. Heart of the Cards. Strongholds on Eden, 168. Heart of the Cards. Slayer on Refuge, 50 to 38. Team Reciprocity. Oddball on a map, 171 to 159. Heart of the Cards. Slayer on Coliseum, 50 to 42. Reciprocity. CTF on Truth, 3 nothing. Reciprocity. Oddball on Eden, 200 to 174. Heart of the Cards. Strongholds on Empire, 100 to 26, Team Reciprocity. Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 47, Reciprocity. CTF on Refuge, 3 to 2, Heart of the Cards. And Strongholds on the Rig, 100 to 44, Heart of the Cards. Series score, 
eight to seven reciprocity. And all of the stats are very close. That series was very close. Other than Magnum Kills, which reciprocity got about uh, 60 to 70 more. Yep. Magnum Kills. But um, Kills, there was only a six kill difference and a nine death difference. Yeah, it was a very, very close series. So, it looks like they were able to bounce back a little bit from that. Yeah. So, that's good to see. What do you got next? All right. So, this was on Friday, Friday, June 15th. Reciprocity versus Orglis. Strongholds on Eden was 161 going to Orglis. Slayer on the rig, 50 to 41, Team Reciprocity. Capture the flag on Coliseum was 2 to 1 going to Orglis. Slayer on Truth, 50 to 36, Team Reciprocity. Strongholds on Plaza, 100 to 77, going to Team Reciprocity. Slayer on Refuge was a 50 to 45 game going to Orglis. Capture the flag on Truth was a 3 to 0 going to Reciprocity. We then had Strongholds on the Rig, which was 100 to 82 going to Orglis. Slayer on Coliseum, which was a 50 to 37, Orglis. Oddball on Eden, 200 to 57, Orglis. Strongholds on Empire. 119 Orglis. Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 43 Orglis. Capture the flag on Refuge, 2 to 1 Orglis. And we had an oddball game, 172 to 122 Reciprocity. Another oddball game, 156 to 111 Reciprocity for a 6 to 9 score going to Orglis. Well, these kills are close too. Yep. Score was not. No. Kills were. And deaths. Hmm. This might be another case of just... Map control? Yep. Map and objective control. On favor of Orgolis mm-hmm. is what it looks like. It also could be... Besides those two reciprocity... Uh, besides those two oddball games at the end. But, yeah. What do you think of teams like reciprocity who, you know, they have two members from each side, right? Yeah. From, what do you think? They're maybe they're not implementing strats yet, but they're just getting their shots back together. Could be. It could be, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what, we have a month to go before NOLA? Yeah. So, as I say, I think the MLG, I think the Game Battles tournaments start up next week, I think. Like they, they have to have some form of online tournaments beforehand. Yeah, you would uh, think. Yeah, I think they already announced it. I just they, they said thought they were, they were supposed to take place. In, yeah, in June, which yeah. is now, but I haven't seen anything. Right, and we're already midway through. Yeah. And it's next month for the tournament. So hopefully they get this shit together. Maybe it's just going to be like four weeks of online tournaments and then bam, NOLA. Could be. Very well could be. Um, okay. Last, but certainly not least. On Saturday, June 16th, we had the following scrim. Heart of the Cards going up against Orglis. Strongholds on Plaza, 191 Orglis. Slayer on Truth, 50 to 43 Orglis. CTF on Coliseum, 3 to 1 Orglis. Oddball on a map, 200 to 164 Heart of the Cards. Slayer on the Rig, 50 to 49 Orglis. Strongholds on Eden, 100 to 23 Heart of the Cards. CTF on Truth, 3 to 1 Heart of the Cards. Slayer on Coliseum, 50 to 43 Orglis. Oddball on a map, 193 to 184 Orglis. Strongholds on Empire, 100 to 55 Orglis. 
Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 39. Heart of the Cards. CTF on a map, 3 to 1. Orgless. Strongholds on the Rig, 100 to 10. Heart of the Cards. And Slayer on a map, 50 to 34. Orgless. 9 to 5. Orgless. Yep. And it looks like Orgless outslayed Heart of the Cards by 77 kills. Yep. Um, they had 31 more power kills. Otherwise, the rest of the stats were pretty close. Yeah, moderately. But the thing the thing I'm taking away from this is... Orglis could be a real force to be reckoned with here. Is what this seems like. Yeah. So... And that's... Um, that's APG. APG, Mikwin, right? Penguin, and yep. Neptune. Yep. And we already knew what Mikwin and Penguin could do. I mean, okay... We talked about this during our world's recap. If the controller disconnect did not happen, right? Mm -hmm. More than likely reciprocity would have won that game and would have won that series and would have gone on to play Tox and would have maybe been a different outcome. Tox maybe would have lost that one. Okay. Reciprocity were playing on fucking fire at worlds. They were. So we already know what Mikwin and Penguin are capable of. And they're still on. They're still together. So. Them with Neptune being the young gun, them with APG being one of the vets. Like, yeah, this this roster is going to be a force to be fucking reckoned with. But yeah. That's going to do it for scrims. A lot of good information in there. A lot of good information. I think that's our first like deep dive on scrims. We never yeah. really anal- went into the analysis. We just always kind of went over the results. Well, maybe which, this is something we should keep doing then. Which explains why we're already at an hour for record time hell yeah and we still have a little ways to go so strap in we have a lot of ways to go let's get the fuck in there hey i'm like this we're feeling energized all right yeah the after e3 show was us sweaty just in a room from be from sitting there for doing a 12 hour stream already and we're like all right we gotta fucking record the show let's fucking do this shit you know yeah e3 weekend was exhausting i would say because we were yeah, streaming all day, gaming, and preparing the show, really. Yes. Fuck you, Destiny 2. How dare you have a faction rally event the fucking week of E3? Are you kidding me? Yeah, they messed up. Yeah, they don't did mess up. Okay. Will, we got some tournament recaps here. Yeah, hit me with them. First and foremost, we got a new player on the scene. The Focus Fire hosts a weekly free-for-all tournament every single week. You can go ahead and register as well. For this week's or next week's, I, I forget. But the last week's FFA, I think it takes place every Wednesday. Last week's winner was Jared Adams. Don't know if there's a cash prize or anything associated with this. There very well could be. But if you want to get your weekly free-for-all on, play some other talent as well, get in there. Do it up. Next up, we had Claw Tournaments. Another new one that I found. They had a $50 doubles tip-off tournament. Wow. Yeah. First place going to yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck to actually say that in a non-douchey way. So, well, the gamer tag is Y, capital Y. That's not U- a gamer U- tag. That's just the team name. Oh, the team name? Yeah. Okay. The gamers that are included in that doubles team is Leche or Leech or <laughs> Leche and Galaxy. If it's French, it would be Lesh. Like La Flesh? Like La Flesh, but it's Lesh. <laughs> Shout out to you. La Flesh. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, that, that's who won that tournament. Congratulations to you guys. Hopefully we see more tournaments out of Claw tournaments as well. Then we had the Astro Spartans Halo 5 1v1 tournament. First place going to Low Tier Killer, or aka Bound, taking home $1,000. Second place, Boo Boo Doo Boo. Second? Second place. All right. Boo Boo Doo Boo. We have a bracket included as well. You can go and check that out. Will, what do we got for Europa Halo? All right. So we had the round two of the champions bracket. Most of round two. Most of round, yes. Yes. Most of round two. So we had Mocket Esports face off Furiously. Furiosity. Yes. I always say Furiously because that was a team name before. That was a player name. Player name, yes. Uh, Furiosity. It was a 4-0 Mocket. They move on. They're still showing that they're like... The top of that division, by yeah. far. Them yeah. and Aerox. Next, we had Old Mates versus Invalid Red, which was a 4-3 to three going to Old Mates. Um, Aerox faced off against Invalid White. Well, they haven't yet. Matches still need to take place. Yes. So. yes. Um, we then had Team Viral face off against Skit Light, which was a 4-0 going to Skit Light. So our, that does mean our champion's bracket... It's going to be Mocket Esports versus Old Mates and winner of Aerox Invalid White versus Skit Light. So, Mocket Old Mates. Yeah. So Are Mock- we in agreement? Yeah, it's, it, we, it has we, to be, right? We think it's Mocket, yeah. Okay. Um, Especially based off that 4-3 series that they had with Invalid. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, if I'm not mistaken, when Invalid Red had scrims against Mocket, Mocket destroyed them. Always. Yes. Therefore, you see that clear split. Yep. Um, okay, so we're thinking Mocket moves on. Then, so let's let's get this out of the way. Aerox and Valid White. Aerox. Right, hands top, down. Okay. Top of their division all year. Then, Aerox, Skit Light. It's got to go to Aerox. Yeah, I, w- I would I, imagine. If there is going to be an upset, I think this is where it is. Where it's Skit Light, Aerox. It's Skit Light, Aerox. Sure. But I do think Aerox is going to take it. Okay. So then, we've already talked about this last week. Yep. But we're going to talk about it again anyway. Because now we have a little bit more information as seeing the teams moving on and whatnot. Aerox, Mocket. Who do you think takes this? Grand Finals. Mm-hmm. Aerox, Mocket. Again, I say Mocket because they have been scream, scrim, scrimming against some North American teams. Okay. I think they have that extra practice, that extra... Um, drive i agree i think it's them too yeah we're gonna have to wait and see but yeah prepare for those matches guys they're coming in hot will what do we got for uh the pro battle league so we have their championship bracket round one yes um looks like the houston vipers took on the dallas stampede game one capture the flag on coliseum was a 3-0 going to houston game two was slayer on plaza which was a 50 to 47 going to dallas Game three, Strongholds on the Rig, which was 135 going to Houston. Game four was Oddball on Eden, 200 to 144 Houston. Game five, Capture the Flag on Truth, which is a 3-1 going to Houston, which concludes the series 4-1 Houston. Not surprising in the fucking slightest. Nope, they're the number one seed. Stampede, Dallas Stampede was the eighth seed. Yep. this was Kind of saw this coming. Yeah, this was pretty much expected from the get-go. Um, happy to see Dallas taking a game off them, though. Yeah. It was very close, though, too. But they got it. And meaning that they were able to close it out. They were able to focus up, 
get those kills that mattered, close out the game with a win. Mm-hmm. Good to see. Um, other games were not close at all, but still good to see Dallas still putting up a fight. So yeah, Houston moves on. They're the number one seed. What do you expect? We have the VOD as well. You can go ahead and take a look at that. Will, what do we got for next matchups? So the next matchups to come are going to be the LA Legion versus St. Louis Sentinels. Atlanta Zenith versus the Philadelphia Forge. Which happens tonight, the night we're recording this. So the episode releases on Tuesday, so this will actually be taking place the night before the episode. Yes. So go check it out if you want to um, see the VOD right away. Um, and then we also do have Wisconsin Fury versus the Denver Rangers. Okay, Will. You ready for this? Yeah. So, we have the official bracket. Okay? We gave our predictions for who we thought was going to move on. Mm-hmm. Okay? But now that we have the official bracket, let's go through this. From beginning then, we already know that um, the Houston moved on. Okay? But let's go through the rest of these. LA Legion 4th seed versus St. Louis Sentinels 5th seed. Who takes it? Mm, I've seen promise from both these teams. Yep, but who do you think's gonna who do you think's gonna edge it out? We gotta give it to LA. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Why do we agree on everything, man? I, I know we 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 did this last week. Yep, okay. Okay. Yep, let's keep moving. The now this is one that I'm interested in. Okay, the one that takes place uh tonight. Atlanta Zenith, third seed, Philadelphia Forge, sixth seed. I say here's your upset, give it to Philly. Fuck you. <laughs> because I was thinking the same thing. When, like, it seems like they're on. Yeah. And so I'm think, yeah. Fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be Philadelphia Forge as well. All right. Wisconsin Fury versus Denver Rangers. Mm. Denver's been trending upward. I'm going to give it to Wisconsin. I don't think they can take down the giant that is Wisconsin yes. Fury. Okay. So then we're going to have the Houston Vipers going up against the LA Legion. This is another one where I can see an upset taking place. Sure. I'm going to go I'm going to go Houston there though. Okay. I th- I think I got to give it to Houston. You know what? Yeah, fuck it. Okay. We'll go Houston on that. Then we have <laughs> um the Philadelphia Forge because we can't not agree on something against the Wisconsin Fury. Uh Wisconsin yeah, I think that's a hands down. Yeah. I don't think Philly makes it past round two. Um, okay. Then we have the Wisconsin Fury going up against the Houston Vipers. The number you, two versus the number one. Who do you pick? I've said all mine first, so this... Okay. I. You know what? I don't even think this is going to be an upset. I think it's going to be Wisconsin. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing because they just seem so dominant all they year. They do. Yep. So are we, are we saying it right now definitively that we think Wisconsin Fury will win the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We, we, we agree on everything, I guess. Yep. We think it's going to be them. All right. Um. And speaking of brackets, the reason why we went through this as well. Now, you guys can go bombard at PBL Halo on Twitter for this because I don't know if it's still going on because the bracket has officially started, but, it, and I quote, to thank the fans of regional Halo Esports and to kick off the North American Champ Racket, we would like to announce that we are giving away an Xbox One X during our June 24th North American Championship cast. Get details on our battle-tested bracket challenge here at the link that they provide. 
So if it's still up right now, you might be able to get in for an opportunity to win an Xbox One X. So there you go. And uh, you cannot cheat off of our fucking bracket. (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, I don't care. Pick whatever you want. But good on you guys for putting up an Xbox One X. That's fucking awesome. Good to see it. Josh. Yes. What do you think? Uh Oh, for next season. Yeah. We register our own pro battle league team. I have something to tell you about. Oh, oh. So I was going to not read this, but I'm, I'll get, fuck it. You just made me have to read this now. So, well, wait, no, what are you talking about specifically? Like we, we get a team together. Are you talking about like a Minnesota team? Yeah. Hold that thought. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Here's some uh, pro battle league. Halo news coming straight from the source. That's right, at PBL Halo. Shout out to you, as always. Um, And I quote, We only had one match last week, Houston versus Dallas. The outcome was in line with the two previous matches played during the regular season. The Southern Conference brought three teams to the championship bracket. It's a bit unfortunate that the seeding worked out in a way that Dallas had to meet Houston, but the Vipers certainly look like the top seed in that match. Clearly. Yep, we... That was an easy win for them. Um... Another statement, and I quote, The PBL is staffed by amazing people, but almost everyone has other jobs at this point. We we agree. We understand that shit. Uh, what, that means is for, uh, what that means is from time to time we have a scheduling issue. That has happened with our plan to have the finals on June 24th. Our main broadcast producer has been called to fulfill his National Guard duties for the week that includes the 24th. Apparently, while he tried, he couldn't get his commanding officer to understand that our Halo championship should be put before national security. <laughs> So we are going to have to move the North American Championship to July 1st. We will use that extra time to get information out so that PBL fans can get to know the players more. That's fucking awesome. And then we will have the final for uh we will have the final four teams decided by the 24th so we can do player interviews and more to introduce the players to all Halo fans. Pretty fucking neat. But will that's not all. Oh, there's more. There is more. Again, I was not going to read this. But now you have forced my hand, so I am going to read this. And I am stalling right now so I can get this up. Okay. So we're in constant communication with PBL Halo, okay? Through sliding in them DMs on Twitter. And I said, that sounds awesome. Thanks again for all these updates week after week. And he replied with, thanks for doing a great job reporting on it. We still want to have you guys do the announcement of the expansion teams. Oh. We will set up a taping sometime next week. Therefore. So a little teaser. Well, not only that. Okay. Well, does. Have we're you not seen sure the logo yet? For the Minnesota team? The potential logo. Yeah. Um, He sent us one. He a did. A long time ago. Yep. Right when the league started. And it's gorgeous. I fucking hope to God it's a thing. And for everybody that is in like the Minnesota area, I swear to God, if we get a fucking team, we have to dethrone Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, we have to. How have uh, yeah. to? We're bringing we're bringing NFL back into this shit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't know. We have an uh, we have a rivalry with the Packers, the Wisconsin Packers. Obviously, it's a thing that's happened forever. But I mean, I don't care. I think they're a great football team. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best in the league. Um, but if we have a Minnesota pro, like, uh, pro battle league team, we have to defeat them. Have to. No question. 
I know he picked a name already for it. He did. But I, you know what? I think it has a nice ring to it. What? The Minnesota Mayhem. Wisconsin Fury, Minnesota Mayhem. It goes in line with what you already got set up. You just want it because it has your name. Because it. It, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it. it's all you want it for. And then I would, of course, I would rep the shit out of that. Hey, I already told you. All right, you have an over you have an Overwatch League team. That is, yeah. All right, nope. and it's Florida. Yeah. So be happy about that. You get one. Okay. And it's the same fucking font as your logo. I'll take it. By the way, you should have put a copyright on that. You could assume. I should have. Oh well. Yeah, we're all about legality here at HGS <laughs> Pro Talk. Have you seen our logo? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so that's going to do it for all the Pro Battle League information. Um, so hopefully we have a Minnesota team coming in soon. What the fuck's so funny, Will? <laughs> just, your whole ha-ha. was <laughs> <is> great. <laughs> I told you we have enthusiasm this yes. week. Um, okay. Let's talk about the main topic of yes. the show this week. We had a Twitter conversation as well about this. So let's let's dive a little bit deeper here. Sprint in Halo. Yeah. Should it exist? Should it not exist? Should we have things in place of it? So on and so forth. Will, as an individual, I think this is perfect, okay? As an individual, yourself. Mm-hmm. Coming into the original games for the first time, mainly only playing five. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Sprint? Do you think it should be included within Infinite? If so, why? If not, why? I don't see why not. Okay. Um, to me, moving around the maps in the first few games does feel really slow. There's sections where... Um, you're just walking through openness and... Now, are you talking about campaign levels specifically? Campaign levels, yes. Okay. There is a... Before we continue further with this conversation, I'm going to preface something. Yeah. Okay? The maps for each Halo game were made with their mechanics in mind. Yes. Okay? Therefore, if you personally go and play all of Halo 1s, Halo 2s, Halo 3s, Halo 2 anniversaries, all their maps, right... They were made with the mechanics in mind that Sprint wasn't there. Yep. Okay. Halo 4, Halo 5, the maps were made differently because Sprint is a thing. Therefore, the maps may seem bigger, although they're not, due to traversal times. Sure. There are comparison videos online of Truth and Halo 5 compared to Midship in Halo 3. I mean, in Halo 2 and then the remake in Halo 3. Okay? Yeah. And traversal times across the points in the map. You can take a look for that yourself, but just know that that's why they're made the way they are. Yeah. Okay. So, I I get that. So, it it all depends on how they make the maps then. It's how they want to design it. Um, I like Sprint just because of the fact that I'm used to it. Sure. I'm, um, does it need it? doesn't need it no if you want no, to go back to classic halo yeah no it doesn't need sprint um i just think it's been introduced for the last two games i don't see why they would take it last out in three three reach included reach yeah as much as i hate talking about it i'm just kidding it does <laughs> yeah that was where it was first introduced was with reach okay so the fact that it was in the last few games 
I don't see why they'd get rid of it now. Sure. Um, I understand that from a competitive standpoint, people want the classic Halo movement back. So it it really all depends on what 343 is going to decide is best for that game. Very true. Um, what do you want? What do I want? Do you want Sprint or do you not want Sprint? As a mechanic mm. within Halo Infinite, hmm. do you want Sprint or do you not? Hmm. This is the tough one. We ask this the is. tough questions here at we HGS do. Pro Talk. Because I... <laughs> Personally, I don't, I don't know if I want it. Um, I'm trying to think of the maps I play now yep. on Halo Five. Yeah, there's areas where you can sprint and get away with it. There's areas where if you sprint across here, you're gonna sh- get shot and you're done. Like, don't don't even try to sprint. Very true. Um, so, do I want it? Yes, I do. I do want it. I want it because there's a skill gap there for people who know when to use sprint and not. There's the right time to use it. There's not a right time to use it. You can get back in the action quicker. Now, like you said, maps were designed based on the movement speed. Yes. So they could redesign maps without sprint to still feel fast. Yeah. Do I want it? Sure. I don't see why not. Okay. Do they need it? Like I said, do they need it? No, I'd be fine without it. But yeah, I'd want it back. Okay. What are your thoughts? So, I'm glad you asked, Will. Again, we had a Twitter conversation, okay, with some people within the community. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of some mixed reactions. But something that we pretty much agreed on was, if not Sprint, then what? Right? Sure. If not Sprint then why not increase the default moving speed to where you're not pressing a button to sprint. You just move naturally faster. Now, this used to be a thing. Like I talked about in the MLG playlist Mm -hmm. for Halo 2, Halo 3. And then I think the other ones had sprint, so it didn't may have not included this or maybe they removed sprint for him. But in the old MLG playlist, movement speed was increased. It was to make it move faster, right? Make games move faster. Yeah. With the whole map thing taken out of the equation. If I was at 343 right now. Deciding what to do. Whether to have sprint or to not have sprint. I don't want to give a cop out answer. Because I am 50-50 on this. You're going to say. Because what just popped in my head. Make it an option. Nah, that would I mean, break it. That break it. Though. Break it. That break gameplay. Sure. So what I'm gonna say is, you know what? Fuck it. I want sprint. You do want sprint. Yep. The reason being, this is all mental. Okay. I'm. This is gonna sound so fucking stupid. I'm taking gameplay completely out of my, out of the equation right now. Okay. Okay. The reason being, the reason why I said this is all mental to me. I feel like I'm going faster while sprinting, okay? Like, this is going to sound so dumb. If they make the sprinting speed the same as your walking speed, I will just mentally think that I'm moving faster while sprinting. Sure. Therefore, I want it. I want the game to feel faster than it is. I love Halo's gameplay. 
This is coming from a person who's played them all religiously. Okay? Um, Halo 3 was the one that I played the absolute most of because my buddies had Xboxes with Halo 1 and Halo 2. And I, I didn't fully get into it until 3, but I did play a lot of 1 and 2, for the record. Um, but when I go back and play 3 right now, or 2, or 1, I feel slow as fucking molasses. Mm-hmm. And the maps feel fine because, like I said, they were designed for it. So I have no problems with that. It's just when I move within the map, I feel slow as hell. Yeah. I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to feel like I'm bogged down. You want to feel like a powerful Spartan. Right. But at the same time, I don't need it to be like, oh, you're a fucking sport. You should be able to sprint. It's like, why can't you? Mm-hmm. Why can't you just run? Yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. Part of me thinks like, yeah, you. why not? Why can't I run? Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But the other part of me is mentally, I just want to feel like I'm moving faster than I am. And so that's why I said it's like a 50-50 to me. I want sprint because I want to feel like I'm moving faster. Oh, but Josh, why don't we just increase the default movement speed? So the other part of me is like, yeah, that would fix my issue. But at the same time, I wouldn't see the animation of me running. So I wouldn't think I'm moving that much faster. Okay. So again, it's all mental. And that's on me. Okay. Um... But yeah, it all depends on what they want to fucking do. I yeah, I that, want it... If they keep the same mechanics as in 5, where if you run, your shields don't come back, your health doesn't yeah. come back, why the fuck not? Because you're, yeah, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage by not having your shields come back. Just get rid of Spartan um, Charge, because that shit's annoying. Yeah, I was gonna... What do you think of... So, with me only... With me mainly playing 5's multiplayer, yeah. it's like... Sprint is all I'm used to. It's all I know. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to say, yeah, go back to the way it was because I, I really only know sprint. Sure. And I like it that way. I don't people like don't like change. I don't want that to change. So no, you're fine. And the other way I look at it is like there's other qualms that I have about competitive Halo Five, right? Yeah. The pros the pros hate sprint. The pros hate Spartan abilities. I get it. Like, I fucking can't stand people who ground pound and Spartan charge. Yeah. I hate the shit out of it. But With, yeah. The on. other thing that I despise. I'm sorry. The other thing I despise is how much the pistol's used. And that is purely on me. I hate watching pistol gameplay. I just don't like it. I don't find it enjoyable at all. I've watched it for over three years now. I don't want it anymore. I'm done. I was done after the first year. It's it's too overpowered for what that gun is. It should be a secondary. It shouldn't be a primary weapon. It shouldn't do that much damage at long range. I could see it doing yeah. damage really close. Because oh, it's a sidearm. Because it's a sidearm. Yeah. It shouldn't be viable from cross map. What the fuck? Yeah. And I'm, they they destroyed the BR in that game. Yeah. Such a disservice. Bring bring the old BR back. And Vito has been testing out some changes via uh, things that he's done, like a, a game type that he's made mm-hmm. with an updated BR. And apparently it plays fucking phenomenally. So... I, I can't understand how they butchered the BR so bad in that fucking game. I think they just tried to go too futuristic with it. Very well could have. It's just the fact that we have a secondary weapon as everybody's primary weapon. Not even in HCS. In every playlist. It doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. Yeah, as soon as I spawn in on Slayer, I switch that pistol. Everyone does. So it's... in. 
I have nothing against people that use it. It's there for a reason. Use it if you have it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be an asshole about that. It's just, it's so boring to watch. Oh my God. But that's just me. I think having those, I mean, you could call the the BR uh, a power-up weapon at that point if it does ever um, outreach the pistol. Well, that was, the whole point was, back in the day, you had, um, was it BR pistol? Yeah, you started with BR. Yeah. Because the BR was viable at medium to long range, the Mm -hmm. pistol was short medium. Yeah. Right? It just was natural, is what it felt like. Just felt natural. And that's where I'm like ho-hum about going back to that shit. Sure. Um, Like, I'm all about... So I saw other people talking about this as well. And we we never want to be stagnant, right? Mm-hmm. We always want games to evolve, whether that be for the, like, we want it to be for the better, but you got to take risks, right? Yeah. Or else what the fuck's the point? What are you going to do? You can't look. Okay. Oh man. I can't believe I'm making this comparison on this fucking show, but here we go. Call of Duty. Okay. Yeah. Every single year they release a brand new Call of Duty game. Okay, now Black Ops 4 isn't going to have like a traditional campaign. Whoop-de-doo. I'm only talking about the multiplayer anyway. You know what you're getting with that game. Mm-hmm. You're getting some of the best shooting mechanics out of any video game, period. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you don't say that the shooting in Call of Duty doesn't feel good, get out of here. <laughs> are you kidding me? The shooting in Call of Duty feels fantastic. Just like the shooting in Destiny feels fantastic. Okay. They may not need to do a lot to change the formula in a Call of Duty game, but every year they do something different. They iterate on something. Every year it's slightly tweaked. All right? You don't get to where you are in the industry unless you make those decisions, unless you take those risks, you take those chances. Sometimes it blows up in your face, like Infinite Warfare. And guess what? They come out with World War II, boots on the ground, people are excited, right? And people are excited about Black Ops 4. I mean, people are going to be excited about a new Call of Duty game anyway. It's Call of Duty, right? Um, I want Halo to continue to make risks. I don't want to be stuck in this bubble where we have to go back in time. Oh, Halo 2 and Halo 3 were the best Halo games. They were the best multiplayer experience. I never want to move on from that. We have games for you. They're called Halo 2 and Halo 3. And they exist. And they're still populated and you can go play them right now. And there's a patch coming for MCC. And you can continue playing it past that point. But if a company remains stagnant, then what the fuck's the point? We gotta move on. I want Sprint to stay. That was a really long ramble and I apologize for that. Yeah. But people need to realize that it's... Oh man, I just don't understand people who think that we have to go backwards. We I can, get where you're coming from. Yeah. You you have to move on, move forward to be successful. Otherwise, why if they're gonna just release Halo two and Halo three again, it's like what's the point? Right. And the other thing that maybe not a lot of people realize, a lot of people probably do, okay? But they're not trying to just sell to you, the devoted fan, the person who me who played Halo 3 religiously and think it's the best Halo game, right? 
They're not selling to that. They want to sell more than that. A lot more than that. A new generation of gamers coming into the fold. Like, that's what... That's what scares me is this this new generation of gamers. It's yeah. all BR. It's, it's what everybody's talking about. Yeah, it's all fast-paced gameplay. Fast-paced BR. Sprint. <laughs> Sprinting, sure. Um, Enough of this BR shit. I'm yeah, done. It's got a... Fortnite, finally... I read an article. It's on the downslope a little bit. Yeah, but like in Fortnite terms, that's nothing. That's true. In money terms, that's nothing. Hear about this Cuisine Royale? I saw someone streaming it today. I had no idea what it is. It's fucking weird, man. It looks like actually interesting. Okay. It looks funny. I'll check it out. Same thing with like that uh, hyper-realistic battle royale or whatever the fuck it's called. Like it was free on Steam or whatever. Okay. Yeah. It looks really funny. Interesting. I haven't, more like I haven't really checked into those, so. It's got the physics where your like arms fucking. Oh, flop around? Yeah, jiggle and shit. Oh, wow. It's weird, man. It's really weird. Looks neat, though. I'm not a battle royale guy, game, and I, I'm not a battle royale guy, and I thought those looked actually pretty cool. Um, okay. So yes, go ahead. Talking about the movement speed, then do we have to include boosting in this conversation as well? Because if you take away sprint, go ahead. If you take away sprint, then I feel like you almost have to take away the boost. And yeah, the that thrust. has to. Yeah. But again, I think it add. I think it adds something to the game. You can move around. You can juke. You can yeah. The jump to the side and then bounce back. I've seen that happens all the time. Yeah. It adds something. It's not yeah. the same gameplay. But I understand people. So me coming in late to the Halo scene, I need to. I'm kind of wondering, did was this like hatred from the beginning, like from the very start? Or was it like, OK, after a year and a half, now we're getting tired of seeing the same boosting mechanics. We're stuck starting to get tired of Spartan charging because maybe that Halo just needs something new. I think Sprint has always been hated by the pro community. Okay. Okay. I also think Spartan charge has been always hated. Yeah. That seems to be the consensus because that mechanic fucking sucks. Clamber half and half. Yeah. Because there, there are things that, I think Clamber's too inconsistent. If I, it was if it was a hundred percent clamber rate mm-hmm. on an object or whatever it may be, yeah. maybe not as much of an issue. But the fact that you could try clambering on something and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, or something looks like you can clamber on it, but you can't, it's just not good. Sure. It's too inconsistent. It feels gross. No. Um stabilize i don't know if you take away thrust you got to take away because that's all what that's all about is that ads oh that was introduced in five it was yep so i don't know i don't know how people feel about that see i there's times where it's useful trying to hit a long pistol shot yeah there's other times where i'm like i don't need it you just right boop 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 done but i also thought i read that it doesn't matter which one you use that your accuracy is still the same regardless. If I'm not, I th- I swear to God, within the first year of that game releasing, I read something online. Maybe things have changed, but I swear to God, I read something online that stated that regardless of whether you're ADSing or not, um, your accuracy is still the same. But does doesn't ADSing bring a bigger 
I think it's like very fucking minimal. I think if you pay attention to the two, again, I could be completely wrong. And please correct me if I'm wrong. All listeners, please let me know. And then also, I think what we should do is we should maybe put out a poll or just gauge general interest here. For the listeners of the show, do you, what mechanics would you like to see stay? What mechanics would you like to see leave within the next Halo game? Okay. Mm -hmm. Within Halo Infinite, right? What mechanics do you want to stay? What mechanics do you want to leave? And that I'm I'm not just pertaining to sprint, talking about everything. Yeah. All right. That's what I'll say. Anything else you want to talk about in regards to Halo 5 mechanics and whether or not they should leave or return? No, let's see what uh, that poll brings in. Maybe we discuss further next week. Um, It's a good idea. We can come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout outs. The focus fire. (laughs) Said it before, I'm going to say it again. Welcome to the scene, my friend. He's hosting uh, weekly free-for-all tournaments. And I'll include the link to this Twitter. Check it out. Sign up for him. It's good shit. Will, for the love of God, please explain this community creations because I think it's incredible. Can it be explained? I think you need to see it and hear it for yourself. Check out the link. We'll uh, provide its um, a fresh take on the Halo Infinite trailer, you could say. <laughs> if you have not already seen this, I could not stop laughing the first time I saw it. I swear to God, it's incredible. It it features a well-known meme that is currently going around right now, um, and it is absolutely incredible. But I... I only put one community creations in there because this one is just... It just took the cake. Oh, it's so good. So good. Will. Yeah. Will you do me a favor? Hey, what's that? Plug the fucking show, please. All right. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. You can leave us a review on iTunes and let others know about the show. We're also on Google Play. Podbean is our main site now. Uh, we're also on Stitcher and Spotify coming soon. Update on Spotify. Update. Okay. So, um, apparently they're having an influx of submissions. In other words, this is just corporate speech, but apparently I think they said three to four business weeks and then I'll check back in. Do you want to know something interesting? I would love to know something. You search for HCS pro talk on Spotify. Yep. Our first episode and our 24th episode show up. Do you have them as local files on your computer? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's why. That is why. Never mind. It's not on there yet. Dang, I checked today. I tried. It's okay. I thought. I didn't know. Gross, I'd have some other shit to look into if it was just the first and 24th episode. Yeah. It's local files on your computer. I'm a dummy. You're not a dummy. It's Dude, okay. You didn't Stand know. by for... <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. See, it'll be a much bigger announcement when we're actually yeah, on there. Yeah. Anyway... If you'd like to join our Spartan company, uh, HS Pro Talk on Halo Waypoint, we have a Twitter. Follow that if you uh, want to keep up. That's where most of our social media interaction takes place, mainly because we do have a Facebook. However, it keeps sending me notifications and things that just annoy me. And I try to, I post when the episode's live, but it's hard to have um, a presence did, on Facebook. Did you see their newest commercial? I did not. So they, they're talking about how we want to get back to our roots of just being like sharing posts and being happy and fucking Facebook's about being with friends and whatnot. Yeah. Not yet. 
No. Um, yeah, I get a lot of since since the HTS Pro Talk account is a business account. Yeah, I get a lot of promote hey, this post. Promote this post. Spend money here to promote your, and it just it kind of leaves a sour taste in my mouth, honestly, from yeah. Facebook trying to they're trying to ed, edge me on to spend more money within their site. Right. Um, if I wanted to use that functionality, I would. But um, damn straight. So yeah, sorry, Facebook people. But maybe we should just get on Facebook to like not do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be better, Facebook. Anyway. I will post when the episodes go live still on Facebook. Um, we have a YouTube. Do we have an update on the link? Are you looking at the show notes right now? Yeah. There's a link there. There is a link. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. You, in previous episodes, there have been links there, and he's just said they're not working. But no, no, not no. That is an actual link. That is a URL you can click on. All right, YouTube is up and running. Go check it out. We also have a twitch.tv uh, channel. It's HDS Pro Talk. So the- here's an update on the YouTube channel. Okay. Okay. So back in the day, all right, we're going to include a link to it so you can go check it out. You could subscribe if you want to and blah, blah, blah. We don't have any videos there, but, but, <laughs> I love the figure that but. you get, but, um, so there was a there was a feature back in the day where you would be able to name your YouTube channel off of like your moniker that you have, right? Mm-hmm. So mine is I had a couple and they're gone now, but mine currently is the JK Fire Insomniac. Okay? Yeah. So you can go to youtube.com slash that and you you're there, right? Yep. Now you have to have a certain amount of subscribers and your account needs to be within within good standing and there's a couple other prerequisites that you need in order for you to change the name of your YouTube channel to go to that type of link. Wow. Yes. So I was trying so hard to figure out why the fuck isn't it just youtube.com slash HCS Pro Talk? Why is that not a thing? Because we don't have those prerequisites met because they changed their rules. Therefore, it's a long string of numbers and letters after the slash. So... Again, we'll include a link. It'll be there and everything will be fine. Another update on the YouTube channel with Podbean. They have an integration set up with YouTube. So new episodes would post to the YouTube channel. We are going to test that with this episode. And what I mean by that is I have everything set up right now. So where once it gets uploaded tonight, it should automatically post to the YouTube channel. If it doesn't, then there's one more step I need to take, and I know what that step is. Okay. So we're going to see if it's on YouTube. Check out the YouTubes, people. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all I got. All right. Yeah. Is that it, Will? I think that's going to do it for episode 25, man. It's been a long one. We're rolling up on an hour 40. Rolling on up. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 25 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. Will's got some sound bites to put in to edit the show. And then he's going to send it to me. I'm going to upload it. And this is going to be great. And hopefully when we're on Spotify, we'll announce that too. It's going to be great. And then if you're on Twitter, let us know what mechanics you want in and out of Halo Infinite. It's going to be great. That's going to do it for us. You've been great. We'll see you next time. But until then, bye bye